Do you feel like you're being taken advantage of by the women you're dating? Are you often shocked by their demands and outbursts that seem to come from right field? Well, if you're a dude looking to level up his sexual market value, then you're going to resonate with my guest on this episode. He's a modern day beast, an incredible, successful personal trainer of celebrities and influencer, Mr. Lionel Coleman. Lionel is a true alpha male who breaks down his mentality and how he deals with the world's most sought after females. He also shares his fitness secrets and killer morning routine, which I'm going to adopt right away for myself. You're listening to the Inner Confidence Podcast, home to the social funnel method. My name is Robbie Kramer. I've been a coach since 2007, and I've helped over 1,300 digital nomads, expats, and remote workers build an amazing social and dating life abroad. My mission is simple, to help you position yourself to meet stunning women and make awesome friends en route to becoming the most confident and attractive version you can be. I have an intense hatred for fluff and useless advice that you can't take action on, so tune in each week to learn the most effective and implementable strategies to level up your game. So stick around, let's go. Before we continue with the episode, if you're going out and getting numbers and want to improve your texting so more of those numbers convert to dates, check out my texting course. It will teach you the psychology of digital communication, which is surprisingly polar opposite in almost every way compared to live interactions. What works in person doesn't work in text, so this is almost always the area that men are making easily correctable mistakes that they're totally unconscious of. My course will optimize your texting, which is a skill you really need to master, and the best part is you can cut and paste your way to master. You can find the link in the description. It costs less than a round of drinks. And if you're going on dates and want to learn what to do so more of them end up in your bedroom, check out my free dating protocol. You'll learn to be an interesting guy to talk to, even if you're serious or over-analytical. How to help a girl open up on a date, why talking about sex is a big taboo on dates if you want to get laid, and what to talk about instead, going from the first touch to the first kiss, how to invite her over to your place, and why you should skip 80% of the physical escalation moves you're doing back at your place. The link to this free guide is in the description. Out of all the guys I know, the only ones who manage to consistently land eights and up are the guys who have built a social circle. You can certainly approach women and use the apps to get laid, but those strategies simply don't really work on top-tier women. Think about it. She's hot. She has hot friends. And hot girls get invited to high-status events almost every single night. So when it comes time to get ready for your date, do you think she's going to show up? Or flake last minute when her girlfriend texts her to come to some awesome thing. As if she's going to choose the random dude on Hinge or the guy who chased her down on the street over her social circle. No chance. If you're getting tons of flakes, this is the reason. But for most guys, the idea of building a social circle, especially if you're traveling or in a new city, can feel overwhelming. So they continue to hunt for women in their usual ways and they end up settling for a girl they were never really that excited about in the first place. To avoid this fate, join our community of aspiring international playboys and instantly plug into a highly vetted social circle of cool dudes to network and navigate your journey with. You already know it's hard to find a wingman because the good ones don't really stay in the game very long. They get married life goes on, right? Many of our members travel together, they end up living together, and they build amazing social circles in the best-kept secret locations around the globe with gorgeous women and low cost of living. I'm extremely careful who I let into this community, but if you feel like you'd make a good fit, you can learn more about the social funnel method to consistently land top-tier women and apply to join our community. The link is in the description. Now let's get back to the show. So we're back. We got Lionel Coleman back in the house, man. My man. Good to have you again. Man, it's great to be here again. It's great to be here again. We we covered so much last time, but we didn't really even talk about, well, you have many bread and butters, but fitness, obviously. Would you say that's the bread and butter above all others for yourself? Yeah. Um, I say fitness because it's like a, it's the base, 
Right. Fitness is the base, you know, these days, especially, I mean, let's just use that as an analogy, like COVID, you know, health is wealth at the end of the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So fitness is the base, you know, without it, without your health, you've got nothing. You have nothing. I don't care how much money you have without your health. <laughs> you're not here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it, it's funny because, you know, I've been, uh, people have been inquiring and asking about me to train them and things like that. And especially women, they always go, Oh, I don't want to get big and guys, like, right? I don't want to be too jacked. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> I'm in my thirties and I've been doing this consistently for over 20 years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. from, from little. From when, when did you first like get into the gym? Well, I mean, like my dad, you know, he was a boxer. My mom, you know, I told you she was a <laughs> sensei. So she, you know, she, uh, was always in the dojo. So I've been, I've been active for a very long time. And that's why when people tell me, oh, I don't want to get too big, I'm like, listen, if I'm at where I'm at by doing this every day of my life, <laughs> and, right. this, and this is how far I've come, 30 to 60 days is not going to get you. You'll be okay. You're going to be fine. I was showing your photo or some, I, I don't know, your Instagram was like, uh, I can't remember who I was talking to, maybe it was a client or someone or a buddy, and um, they saw your photo and they're like, I could work out every day for the rest of my life. For four hours a day, and it wouldn't look like that guy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, me, same here. <laughs> and when girls say like, oh, I don't want to get too big or too strong, I'm like, that's, I've almost never seen that. Listen, it's not going to happen, though. It, yeah. It's been a couple guys that, you know, um, not in a mean way, but I've had to tell them in a way. They're like, man, but like, you know, you're really big, dude. Like, I don't want to get your size. And they're saying it in a kind of way where they're taking a shot. And I, so I've had to take a shot back, and I'm like, listen, You'll never be my size. I'm just gonna tell you that right, right. now. Yeah. Like, so go ahead and get that out your brain. You know what I mean? Unless you want to go into the dark web and buy some steroid this and that, right. that and happen over 30 days, you're never going to be that. So, so yeah. don't worry about that. You know, if you're asking yeah. for me, to well, you're in the you. gym. I mean, you post every day, 5 a.m. like clockwork. There's a 5:30, 5 a.m. 5 a.m. And you know, you messaged me today, 5 a.m. Like. Every day you're in there, right? There's five days a week, six days a week. How, how many days you? Have? Oh, well, I mean, I exercise seven days a week. Okay, yeah, yeah, seven days a week. And the thing is, is it's so much discipline. It's not even just the the gym. The gym is the fun part, which isn't always fun, but that's the fun part. It's the discipline with your 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 diet, with your the way you eat, when you eat, uh -huh. what you eat, and when you eat, how much water you're drinking, when you're drinking it. How fast are you drinking it? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Are you tracking all of these things all the time? Oh, yeah. So, like, there's things that you can do. Like, you know, money is one of those things that when you invest into to, to something, it can help your life become easier. So, I get things like, for instance, my, my gallon, my jug that I have. People, you can get them at 7-Eleven. Mm -hmm. They're plastic. But I have one that's, like, a biodegradable healthy, whatever. Yeah. But it's a gallon. So I know I have that. So every morning when I wake up, I kill a half a gallon of water before mm -hmm. I even leave the house. First thing. First thing mm -hmm. in the morning. You know, they say, you know, drinking a gallon a day. I drink about a gallon and a half a day. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, if you don't have some sort of system like that, you just end up forgetting. You just drink coffee. You know, I, I, I should employ that. <laughs> get a, get a gallon thing and have it by the bed. And yeah, have it by the yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. It's like uh, when people buy uh, 
water bottles. Mm-hmm. I I used to do this for like football parties. I used to have so many water bottles in my in my back seat, open and half filled. Half, you know what I mean? Like, and then it's like, was this yours or was this yours? Who drank out of this? Who drank? And this water being wasted all over the place. You know what I mean? Right. It's just like, and you have no, you don't know how much water you you drank that day. Mm-hmm. You have no clue. Um. So if you're somebody who can't carry around a gallon, at least go to Seven Eleven and get um a quarter gallon one of those those waters as a quarter so you know yep. at least that's 25 percent of the water that you're supposed to drink that day right you know what i mean so at least if you have four of those you know you're good <laughs> you know now is it how important is it to drink that water like outside of with a meal because what i find is i love to drink what i eat like basically i take a bite of food and i like wash it down with a with a you know gulp of water so I end up drinking, you know, I might drink like three or four, like, you know, this is like two cups, I think, in this glass per meal. But I've heard all these things like, oh, if you drink it right after a meal, it like doesn't really have the same effect. No, it does it. Yeah. You know, it does it. Um, just like anything, when you eat, what happens? All the blood rushes to where? To your gut to mm-hmm. digest, right? When you're eating and doing all this type of stuff, when your body's processing things, like you're going to piss a lot of that out. Yeah. You That's see, what has to happen. Yeah. I so you, you want to like two hours. Yeah. So <laughs> you want to do stuff. That's why when they tell you to, uh, to what, like, so for instance, like medicine, they'll tell you, or like, they don't want you to get sick, but they'll say, take it with food mm-hmm. because being digested is being broken down. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's so it's a little bit like, think it'll be easier. You can hear better. Oh, yeah. That's better. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, if you're only drinking water when you're eating your meals, it's not going to do the same thing as drinking water throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And that's why I try to emphasize and I stress to people, go ahead first thing in the morning before you even take your first piss. Because you know when you wake up how bad you have to pee? Oh, yeah. Even if you leave water by the pisser, you have to pee so bad. Yeah. As soon as you wake up, that's the first thing. Just I'm doing. Chug, 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 chug while pissing. Because yeah, because yeah. you're pissing, you're going to you have to pee anyways, right? But you need to get that water inside. You need to get that. And if you when you're you're drinking water when you're eating, that food is absorbing the water as well, right? You see what I'm saying? So you want to get your water intake outside of that. So don't drink while you eat. Basically, wait until after. Well, I mean, you can it's a little bit, but but, but this is how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Do what you're supposed to do so you can enjoy. I won't say it has to be alcohol because I don't drink, but you could have a nice refreshing drink with your meal. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, yeah, drink some water. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got to drink some water with it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. enjoy your food, enjoy right. your meal, enjoy your drink. You know what I mean? But get that gallon in. Yeah. And, and you're not, not drinking much before bed because then it'll just be up pissing all night, right? Cause that's typically what I do. I'll like you know, have a big dinner and I'll drink four or five glasses and I'll drink more water. And I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm waking up twice a night to like mm-hmm. run to the bathroom and stepping on the dog. And, and that sucks for me because I, I, when I wake up, I don't go back to sleep easy. Okay. I don't have that problem. You don't have the problem. No. <laughs> I mean, my body's used to it. I just, but it's see, I got, it's dollar, not good for your sleep. You dollar signs on the brain, man. As soon as my eyes open. Yeah. Business. Mm-hmm. So if I have to get up, Business, yeah, it's it's over. Yeah, it's over. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. 
I've been better about it recently. It's like three thirty, four a.m. Right, and then I'll go back to sleep for a couple hours. I usually wake up at like six. You know, my body needs like almost exactly six and a half hours of sleep every night. Yeah. So you know, go to bed at midnight. You know, up at six or eleven thirty. That's typically my routine. And I found if I sleep more than that, I just end up like being more tired. If I sleep less, then I need a nap. But it's like very specific. It's like my body just knows. So yeah, yeah. Your body is on a routine, and it, it knows. Mm-hmm. It knows, and especially doing what you're doing, like it, how you're moving, like your body knows what it needs. Um, as soon as you you switch up, your body's gonna tell you. Yeah, your body's gonna let you know. You so know. working out as the first thing, like, what's your morning routine? So you drink the water, then so you I, take a piss. I get up, mm-hmm. chug water, take a piss, brush my teeth. I'm still lethargic, sleepy. I'm barely even, my eyes are barely open and I'm walking to the gym. Okay. Love it. Excuse me. Going to go burn a thousand calories before <laughs> I eat anything. I burn a thousand calories. Yeah. And people say, and they ask me why. That's how I stay lean. Yeah. It's like fasted cardio. Fasted cardio. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the green. Yeah. So like now when I eat, I'm still in the green. Still in the green. Yeah. In the green. In the you got green. a long time to be in the green. You can eat You'd go to fucking IHOP, not the yeah. get a Grand <laughs> Slam lumberjack breakfast and still be the green. I'm like, well, I mean, you know what? <laughs> now I'll tell you, I, ca- I call it a poor man's breakfast, but it's just everyday special. At Denny's, guys, it only comes to seven dollars and seven dollars and forty nine cents. You get two pancakes, two pieces of turkey bacon, and two eggs. Yeah, seven bucks. I mean, yeah, I don't think you can really beat that. No. You know what I'm saying? You can't really beat that. And I mean, Let's you got go to your, Costco and you get like a dollar fifty hot dog. You got your good carbs there. You got your turkey bacon. You got right. your eggs. I mean, that's, yeah. That's how, you're good. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. good for the low. 750. Yeah. For the low. Man, man, I'm, I'm so glad to be back in here. And, and then so much life has happened in such a short period of time. Um, I feel like everybody, Everyone's eyes are opening, mm-hmm. whether you wanted to admit it or not. Everyone's eyes are opening to, I hate people saying the real, the fake, because that's everywhere in this world. Mm-hmm. Perception's everywhere in this world. I don't care what state you move to. Racism is everywhere in this world. Uh, uh, people being straight, people being gay, homosexual. Everything is everywhere. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now that that's on the table, everybody's eyes are opening. This is this is a new thing, or this is a, this, <laughs> something you saw in the last couple months. Yo, this is these last few months. Really, it's been happening, yeah, okay. bro. Because my like, I'm 32, and June I'll be 33. Uh-huh. Oh, my, you're a Gemini too. That's why we get along. Right, well, I'm a Cancer. I'm, I'm on the. Cusp. Oh, you're on the end of June. I'm on the. Yeah. Okay, I'm like, God, I'm, yeah. I'm on the cusp. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Exactly. Like, so I, I get <laughs> yeah. it though. Right. But it's I'm, like I'm uh, turning 42 June 8. June 8. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, it's it's one of these things where everything is on the table to the point where my life has never been this way. But my generation, your generation, a little bit. There's no more mommy and daddy to call to ask for help because mommy and daddy might even need help these days. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no one's coming to save you. They said they're saying 78 percent of people are living beyond their means. Mm-hmm. And by default, just because the math is not mathing. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, you have a good job and you make six figures. The way the world 
is right now for you to be living within your means. I don't think anybody that makes six figures, when you show them what living within their means looks like, would choose that. Wait, explain that. Making six figures. You're making six figures. Uh-huh. And if somebody said to live within your means, this is what it's going to look like. Okay. I don't think anybody would choose that. Versus? What they're doing. Oh, okay. I guess it depends on the six figures, right? Because if you're like well, 110,000 a year versus well, you could still be like 600K. Well, this is what they were saying because jobs are coming in, closing, coming in, closing, coming in, closing. But a turnover. Exactly. Yeah. So even if you make $500,000 and you have a, a beautiful home and you have a nice vehicle. Spending. Yeah. Like, yes, you can afford it. You can afford the payments. Right. But if your job ends today. Oh, you're fucked. You're fucked. Totally fucked. That's what yeah. that's where the statistics are coming from. Got it. They're yeah. saying people are living above their means in that regards. They're in that regards. For a what if exactly black like, swan event. We're living yeah. kind of not so much day to day. It's it's almost, you know, there's been so much hurt and so much trauma going on in these in the past three, four, five years that people want to enjoy the fruit of their labor. Mm-hmm. So you out here, you're busting your ass every day. You want to go buy yourself a boat? You want to go buy yourself a boat? Right. And you want to enjoy after, it after you know the pandemic? Exactly, right? Well, Everyone was like right. cooped up, and now things are open. So you want to go spend money? Yeah. yeah. But then all of a sudden, you wake up one day, and the company you wake you're working for, or the bank that you're keeping your money for, is shut down. Yeah. Now you're just asked out. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when they did when they did the. the the uh the statistics they're pretty much saying if everything's shut down if you're not okay if you're not able to still support yourself if you're not homeless mm-hmm. if you don't have to sell all your your assets you're living beyond your means right pretty much what they're saying so we all are pretty much like living beyond our means because who wants to work this hard and not enjoy themselves yeah yeah i don't want to make six figures and still eat noodles I mean, unless these noodles are coming from like catch or like, you know, like Nobu. <laughs> Nobu noodles. Yeah, Nobu noodles. Yeah. yeah. No, actually not Nobu noodles. They, you know, Nobu, y'all, y'all ain't been doing right lately. Y'all ain't been doing right lately. No good lately. <laughs> ain't been doing right lately. <laughs> I still haven't taken my wife there. Really? But, you know, the LA staple, the Malibu Nobu, but uh, yeah. yeah. We've been going to catch. Catch? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever people are in town, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, when I was living in Kiev, um, you know, and spending probably around 33% of what I spend in the U.S. and living better. That's that's the time where I felt like I was living the most within my means and and being able to, you know, save. And, you know, it's just like geohacking or basically living, making U.S. dollars and living somewhere where you're paying local currency. Yeah. Right? Like, aside from that, it's really tough to do it in the U.S. because it's like, like what you said on the last time you were on the show, keep it up with the Joneses, right? They get a boat. You got to get a boat. They got this. You got to get that, right? It's it's, it's tough. Yeah. And, and and really, especially you've, you've on your podcast, you've uh, talked about relationships a lot. And, um, and even when I, when I wrote you the other day, it all comes back to the relationships because it's not just boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, and wife. A relationship is a relationship. 
And a huge part of relationships is finances. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? For sure. That's and like you, the, I think the number one reason why couples split up after infidelity, I think, is they can't agree on money. Can't agree on money. Yeah. And it's the, uh, and then the, huh, how to word this, you know, the, the people feel the, what's, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? I just, I just draw a blank where the, um, the entitlement mm-hmm. to a nut, to someone else's finances mm. is on the, <laughs> is by far, by far on the utmost high end of things these days like conflicts and i hate to say just women but because i know there's some men who do it to women also right but on the scale these days the entitlement is crazy yeah and here i am in my 30s and i and i'm witnessing and i'm feeling it and i'm seeing it and i'm going through it and it's just like how are you this entitled right when you don't even have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out (laughs) Well, I guess if she has other options and she knows those options are going to provide that level of benefit. And you know what? That and that's why the, the baseline. Right? And that's where you have to know yourself and say, hey, I'm not an option. Right. Yeah. Take yourself out of that. Yeah. That, you have other race. options. I'm not an I'm not another option. Right. I'm me. Either you want me or you could have your options. Yeah. I I had a lady tell me straight up. She said, you're a great person, but um. You know, you would to be with me, you have to take care of me as a woman. You know, I had yeah. a, a female tell me. <laughs> I feel like it's just one big, big fucking test, right? Yeah. And like a bullshit test because it's like, you know, of course she's got whatever boring fucking rich dude promising this, promising that. And she doesn't like that guy, but that's her like level of, okay, well, I like Lionel. He's a man. He should also provide what this guy was offering. So I don't like that guy. But if you then say, no, nah, I'm not going to fucking do that. Like take a hike. She'll be like, oh, just kidding. I actually don't need that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like when I'm just went through something now, I mean, it's, I don't know if you remember the song, uh, what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. Ooh, 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 yeah. It's not that anymore. It's what have you done for me today? Yeah. Um, this has happened to me multiple times within the past year. I've taken someone to the airport when they had no one else to take them to the airport, save them money. And it's been to the airport at an early time in the morning to LAX, dude. That's uh, LAX that's like or next Burbank. level. Yeah. LAX or Burbank. <laughs> that's like next level friendship right there. When, when it's six in the morning, that's yeah. next level. When your own family members are telling, you no. yeah, your friends are telling, you no. Mm-hmm. but then when you return, Yes, I said I would pick you up. But when your flight gets delayed, I get up at four o'clock in the morning. Okay, Robin, check this out, bro. Anyone who knows me knows I've defined the odds of being alive right now with my injury. Yeah. I'm in pain 24-7. I'm in pain right now. My black ass gets up at four in the morning every morning to work. Correct? Yeah. So you're on I, Instagram to prove it too. Yeah. <laughs> so I said I'll pick you up. Your flight said it'll get it at, at 9.30. It's getting close to your bedtime. Right. Yeah. But I still was going to pick you up. Yeah. But the weather was so bad that your flight got delayed two hours. Now it's 11.30. You have the audacity to tell me that, well, first you asked me, should you 
call someone or another friend to pick you up or get an Uber. Now, you just last week told me that you make six figures. Mm-hmm. You're happy you make six figures and went to school. Da, 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 da. You tell me that I left you stranded at the airport. See, and this is why relationships and, and things are, are, and people are, are doing this these days because we're raised so different. And, 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 and it actually gets me kind of fired up just even talking about this. And it's hard for me to even text this person right now mm-hmm. because this person grew up on the West Coast and I grew up on the East Coast. Okay. okay. Now, the definition of stranded is when I tell your black ass, I'm on my way. Your phone is dying. You lost your wallet and I don't show up. Now you're stranded. That'd be stranded. Yeah. You live. There's no one else at the airport. You live 12 minutes away from the airport. You just told me you make six figures. It's storming outside. And you told me I left you stranded and not cared about your well-being in this weather. You're inside of an airport. Yeah. And it's 1130 at night and I have to get up at four in the morning. So are you, do you care about my well-being? Clearly so not. you want me to hop in my $265,000 vehicle and I can't see at all because how bad the weather is at 1130 PM. Yep. With a hurt back. I have to get up at four o'clock in the morning and you're telling me I don't care about your well-being. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to spend seven bucks on an Uber. That's what she's saying. And I'm not. I'm not finished yet. <laughs> or eleven and Dylan tells sorry. me because I called this person inconsiderate. The yeah. reason I call the person inconsiderate is because they told me I was bailing on them. I said actually they They're told me inconsiderate. They're they offensive. told me that I said I was going to do something and then I didn't. Yeah. No, I said I would pick you up at nine thirty. Your flight got delayed at eleven thirty. At the end of the day, I called you inconsiderate because. Did you for one second say, hey, this man has to get up at four o'clock in the morning, which is in four and a half hours? No, of course not. Not only that, yeah. he's in extreme pain. And the weather is really shitty out here right now. You didn't consider any of those. Right. Person has no empathy. You're completely inconsiderate. Yeah. But you want to put it on me. Right. And then tell me. You didn't even offer me to buy to to buy me an Uber. Was I supposed to? By her standards, I'm. You did everything wrong. There's nothing on this this finger here, right? There's no ring there. And on top of that, I took you to the airport when nobody else would. Mm-hmm. Nobody else said they was gonna pick your ass up from the airport, right? So because the weather's bad and I have to get up in four hours, I'm supposed to call your ass a uber yeah when you just last week told me you make six figures you got to drop this person man (laughs) but you know what it's not just this person yeah this has been happening really and i just sit back and smile because at this point i realize it's not this person it's people are seeing and i'm sorry western culture and the uh entitlement it's entitlement. i haven't dealt with that in a long time at least uh but the the entitlement right now is at the all-time high. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. To the point where it's like I, I can't even get mad at it. When and I blocked the person, I did um I did unblock them. But um to tell me that I left you stranded. Wait one second. That I didn't offer to pay for you an Uber. Mm-hmm. 
that I did it, that I was bailing on you to say all of those things after I canceled a client to take you to the airport. See, and this is why people ask me, they're like, you don't buy women things. I don't ever see you. No, because I can give you everything in the world today. Tomorrow, I don't give you what you want. And it's kiss my ass. Right. On the next. On to that. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like she's what what you have a lot of the time, which I experienced firsthand before I, you know, basically moved away was she's just going to throw some bullshit claim at you, like with the airport ordeal, hoping that you apologize. Well, she's kind of secretly unco- unconsciously hoping you don't because then you're still a man. And she, yeah, and she actually you. said she was like, you didn't apologize. And it's like, apologize for what? Yeah, exactly. You know, and if you do apologize, like you've lost her respect and it's just a matter of time before that relationship's done. Well, if you don't, then you're in good shape. But it's just like you're just constantly getting bombarded with these like fucking ridiculous tests. And it's like, ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) Come on. I can fucking, you know, date someone else over here who doesn't have that entitlement. Matter of fact, I shouldn't even offer to take your ass to the airport. I get up at four o'clock in the morning. I could have said, no, I'm, I can't take you to the airport. And no, I can't pick you up. I wouldn't even be having this situation right now. Right. And say no. And you know what's crazy? What about your friends? Yeah, where, where are they? Where are they? Mm-hmm. Well, they don't really care about her either. And they care about t- them. Yeah. You tell me, oh, I didn't care about your safety. So you really cared about mine. Well, you wanted me to hop in my, my vehicle and drive 30 minutes to you in this badass weather. Oh, you're really caring about my, my you're caring about my well-being, right? Yeah. <laughs> it it took me longer to get to that airport than to that person to call an Uber to get to their home from the airport. Yeah. I uh the, the whole airport pickup thing, you know, unless it's like a family member coming in or there's a situation where I really want to use that like drive to connect and and you know, it's just like I never ask anyone. Like my default, just like I will take an Uber no matter what, just to avoid all this shit. But that's, uh, you know, it, that's tricky because there's all these implications and expectations of whether you should do it or whether you should not. But yeah, man, run it. The, the airport runs in both in New York City and LA. That can be a disaster. And I, and I, I, <laughs> I wrote you because uh, I have I have some people to to bring on on this guy's podcast, uh, athletes. Uh, people that do all different type of things in entertainment and uh, relationships. It's so funny because they, it seems like they're oh so different, but they come back down to the same things. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. no matter what your economic standpoint oh, is, yeah. it comes back down to the same thing when you're, especially when you're alpha male, right. like how you're being spoken to, what you're not going to accept, what you are going to accept. Yeah. You can tell what they're used to. You see what I'm saying? And it's right. Like, Cause it's like for these girls, if they, you know, they if they know that you're probably worth X Y Z, right? That's what they're going to be entitled to, whatever that is in their in their mind, right? So it's like it doesn't matter. Guys think, oh, if I had so much money, this wouldn't be an issue, right? And it's like, no, it's just a different level. Yeah, it's just a different level. Yeah, it's just a different level of how much she's going to want, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Hey, real quick. So I know that every episode of this show dives deep into one specific idea, topic, or strategy related to confidence and dating skills. But have you ever zoomed out to think about your overall strategy of your dates? If you haven't, I highly recommend it. It's one of the most important things you could possibly do, and I'd love to help. I recently released a PDF of my Ford Venue dating protocol, which my clients swear is the most valuable piece of dating advice they've ever read. It outlines the same four-step process that both me and my clients have used to date scores of amazing women and create the relationships, either short-term or long-term, exactly on your terms. So if your conversion rate from first dates to second dates isn't at least 80%, this will revolutionize your results. So if that would be interesting to you, the link to the dating protocol is in the show notes. All right. Let's get back to the show. Like this text message, this entitlement is crazy. Oh, we got some text to share? The, I mean, I, this is when I was just talking about. It was just like, told me I was bailing. I didn't do what I said that I was going to do. When I said I would pick her up at nine, but she didn't get into 11 something. Uh-huh. Then I did not apologize. Apologize for what? I didn't offer to pay for an Uber to get home, left me stranded at the airport without a care for my safety or well-being in this weather. Well, first of all, let's go backwards. You're not in the weather. You're in the airport. You're in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's keep going back. You're only 12 minutes away from home. <laughs> left you stranded. You make six figures a year. Uh-huh. And you just wrote the word Uber. So right. you can call yourself an Uber. Call it Uber. <laughs> I did not apologize. Apologize for what? Because I was ready to get you at 930, but your flight was delayed. Yeah. I have to get up at four in the morning. Bailing? I did not bail on you. This entire message is false. No, it's all gaslighting. Now, it's all gaslighting. Now, let me let you read this one. Now, this one says, yes, you deserve it. You are a good person, but I'm not sure for me to be with me. You need to take care of me as a woman. There's no other way. <laughs> so pretty much like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I want flowers every other day. She, she told me straight up she wants flowers every other day. Where did she get off? She was married for 20 years. Okay. Flowers every other day. Every other day because, mm. yeah, yeah. Can you buy her a plant? Only flower you might be getting from me every other day is some weed. Right. That's, not, <laughs> that's, the, that's the only flower you will be getting from me every other day, damn it. That's, that's gonna be some like, weed too. If, if they're decent flowers, you're spending minimum, you know, 50, 75 bucks every other day. You know, that's the. Uh... And here's the thing. Here's another thing when I say being considerate, it wasn't even just with the weather. When she said you didn't even offer to get me an Uber, how do you know I was in a position to get you an Uber? You just, I mean, I know I drive what I drive and I look how I look, but how how do you know I didn't hit my limit that day? You didn't even ask me. There's an Uber limit. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't even ask me mm-hmm. if this is a good time for me to get you an Uber. Mm-hmm. I could have been on my last my last dollar. Yeah. I got a four-year-old son. I got a mama to take care of. Well, I don't think she was thinking very deeply <laughs> about any of that. You know what? To be honest, <laughs> I don't think they think very deeply <laughs> about us in general. It's about yeah. what we can do right. for them. Um, and it's not all women. I'm not saying all women because men. some men do this 
what I'm saying to women also. But this is just what I'm going through. And uh, I, I, I contacted my, to my guy and I, and I said, listen, I've been talking to men all over the world. Um, I've been speaking to couples all over the world. You know what I mean? Because people have been coming to me, especially with my testimony, you know, about um, not only just training, but because of training, it that's just a base like we talked about before. It's like it, it's a lot of discipline mm-hmm. and 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 uh, mental strength. Oh, I wanted to ask you just tangentially on that. So you you said every every day you do the fasted cardio, mm-hmm. and then how often are you like lifting? So I I uh, do two body parts a day. Got it. Okay, so you're in the gym twice per day, or you do that after the cardio? No, so I do. Yeah, well, I'm in the gym twice. A, well, I'm in the gym a lot of times a day with train people, yeah, but like, changing, yeah. but no, like uh, I don't do it right after. Like I do my cardio. Like the cardio is first thing in the morning, bro. It's yeah, like an hour or it. Well, the thousand it takes me about forty five minutes. 40, okay, then I come back, shower, eat, yeah, recharge. And are you you're mixing up the cardio sometimes like bike, sometimes running, no, sometimes I do the same thing. Yeah, uphill walking. Uphill, okay, because sprinting. Look at look at sprinters in the Olympics. They're shredded to pieces. Yeah, but they're this big. Right. This big. So you do like uh, intervals? No, no. Uphill. Yeah, up, uphill intervals or no? No, no, just straight. Just up, straight uphill. Okay. Uphill. I used to do like uphill sprint intervals and those. But were sprinting mm-hmm. burns muscle. Ah, uh, I see. Okay. So that might be good for you, but I don't want to burn my muscle. No. I like being. My yeah. Size. You see what uh, I'm saying? I like I could use some more muscle. I like being my size. You see what I'm saying? But <laughs> yeah. you look at sprinters. Yeah. They're this big. Right. You see what I'm saying? When you uphill walk, you're burning the fat. Got it. Okay, yeah, because you want to stay in like the what seventy five percent of your yeah. heart rate. Yeah, you're burning the fat, yeah. but you're keeping your muscles. You know what I like to do? Actually, I like to play online chess while oh. I do the walking because it like I can still concentrate, and then yeah. I don't even realize I'm fucking walking. You don't even realize because you're really you're like, time really, goes by. It's like the best hack ever. So. Yeah, you know what it really yeah. is. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. When you have a task, car, it's it's really if you have a task on your phone, that's the best time to do cardio mm-hmm. if you can do it at the same time. Yeah. Do you like respond to stuff and oh yeah my emails yeah i'm talking to my mom right like you know what i'm saying sometimes it's like heated conversations not like feuding but like real conversation that you have to have and then next thing you know you're like damn i've been on here this long. <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying i've been on here this long you yeah, know yeah. it's it's big mental right it's a big mental thing but um so then after that you might you'll do two two body parts after the so i'll do my cardio uh-huh. and then i um I go home and um, shit, shower, shave. You know what I'm saying? Eat, mm-hmm. recharge, and then I'll go lift. Then you go back. Then I'll go oh, wow. lift. Okay. Yeah. No cardio. Got it. Just lift. Right. Because when you're lifting, you some people say they lift fasted, but that's not smart. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. For multiple different reasons, cramps, all kind of things. Mm-hmm. Cardio fasted, you're burning all that, burning what you did the night before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come back, you eat, recharge. Now you lift, then you start your day. Okay, full day. Yeah, you know. And what? Are you, how? How long are your lifting regimens? Like thirty minutes for hitting those two bars. Um, you know what? To be completely honest with you, when at this point stage of my uh, of my uh, with my body, mm-hmm. I just I go for feel. Okay, I know how I feel. Got it. Like feel. Like if I don't feel like it's I'm broken down enough, I gotta use some more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. if I'm going in there. I'm not going in there to waste my time. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not going in there to waste my time. You know? That's good because I'll uh, I'll I'll cop out and I'll be like, yeah, I did the I did the protocol, right? And I won't feel that tired. 
and I'll be like, I could have done more. So, but you know what though? I, you know, I tell people this all the time is, um, just like anything else, people will be like, how are you so motivated? Da, 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 da. When something is your job or something is making you, um, the amount of money that you like to make support your lifestyle, that's motivation in itself. Right. I mean, but, and that is turns into a habit. Yeah. yeah it's bad to not do it. Right. A lifestyle. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to think about it. You know how much, I mean, we don't know. We could look it up and it's still wrong. But you know how much money Denzel Washington is worth? And he still is an actor. Yeah. He loves it. Right? He loves it. This yeah. is what he does. Yeah. On the same time, he has to support his lifestyle. But some people, he still goes to acting classes. Mm-hmm. Rosalind Sanchez still goes to acting classes. Gabrielle Union still goes to acting classes. And people be like, man, well, how are they so motivated? Did I? When it's your job and you're making your check and you're living the life that you dreamed of, that's motivation in itself. Right. So when people ask me, man, how do you continue to do this and go to the gym? Well, this is this is what I do. Yeah. That this is my motivation. It's like, how do you do what you do? Like, how how do you get up at at five thirty or six o'clock in the morning and and drop, put a suit on and go and go to work? Yeah. Well, luckily I don't have to do that. But yeah, no, I'm saying like, <laughs> but like uh, the guy whoever's doing that. Yeah, whoever's doing that. Yeah. And they ask me. I'm like, listen, I don't want to do that. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it's pretty easy because I like. You know, I, I try to, I'm definitely going to adopt some of your morning routine because a lot of the time I'll end up going and doing like the, I try to do cardio five days a week, but a lot of the time I'll do it before bed. And I'm kind of seeing that I'm not really getting all the benefits of doing that. But usually like the first thing I do when I wake up is I check my Discord community and I respond to a lot of the guys in there. And, and that creates a lot of motivation because I see their wins and I see like what they're struggling with and you know, it gets me up out of bed yeah. and excited to like start the day and do what I do. So yeah. I don't, it doesn't require any motivation. That's like fun for me. Uh-huh. But, and the reason why I do the cardio first thing in the morning is because my brain is blank. Mm-hmm. I don't check my messages. I don't check my emails. Yeah. I don't check anything. I should be checking all that shit while I'm doing the cardio. That would make more sense. And it's like, but I'm talking about when I start, when I'm before, before yeah. going into the, and, to the treadmill. Right. Before that, I'm not checking. Sh- I'm not doing anything. You're just sleepwalking there. Sleepwalking there. <laughs> That's good. Man. Because you read the wrong thing. Oh, yeah. It's changed. Right. You read that fraud. Now you're calling the bank. That's all right. you care about. Is the- your, your, your brainwave goes immediately into like a fight or flight. Yeah. And then your day is all fucked. Yeah. I used to, I used to check other things before checking you know my yeah. community now i'm not gonna really ever find anything terrible yeah. in there but i used to you know go on and check instagram or that sort of thing and you never know what you're gonna see that can totally fuck your whole your whole day up yeah your whole steal up your whole steal up everything that you thought you had planned it can fuck it all up for sure <laughs> you know um so yeah when i when i hit you up is because so much has been happening and 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 uh and i was just like you know people are Having trying to have babies and create families because they feel like this is all we have right now. We have to do this, mm-hmm. but they're not. They're not taking into consideration if they're compatible with that person. Yeah, you might like that person, you might love that person, but are you taking enough time to find out if you're compatible to be unified? That's rare. To that be people unified, are really doing that and sort of work i'll put an analogy like this 
you and a homeboy get an apartment. Both of your names on the lease. Uh-huh. Every month on the 31st, he can come to you and say, hey, Rob, I don't have my part. You can't kick him out. Nope. His name's on the lease. And you can't go to the lease, leasing office and be like, here's my half. He don't have his. Right. You got to somehow come up with the money. problem now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like people, they like each other and then they get there in this blissful and situation. Then if, if his name's not on the lease, you still can't get him out. Because then you got, you know, you got Negative. squatter's law. You, get, you can't really evict him so easily. So it's like you better know that your homeboy is a good dude to live with before exactly. you fucking enter that contract. Right. Exactly. So and that's exactly what relationships have turned into these days. Contracts. Right. You know, you meet a female you or a, a female meets a man and everything seems good because it's such a blissful situation, right? But when you take in, when, when you think about it, when you see how much energy you have to put into yourself for your own career to support oneself, when you finally get a chance to hang out with the person that you like, mm-hmm. you're only going to try to do the fun that you're not even really going to try to have negative conversations or, or, or bring up uh staticky situations, you know, conversations. Mm-hmm. So you never get to see that side. Really? You're only living in this blissful time, but then over time, that new relationship honeymoon period. Exactly. Yeah. Now, especially for a female after y'all smashed three, four five times, and it's not brand new anymore. And she says, hey, listen, like, I'm not just a piece of ass. Like, are we going to be something or right. or are we just, or was this just a good time? And if it was just a good time, it's over. Like, I'll find another good time. Right. And with a lot of men, they're like, no, I like this situation. You like this situation for what it is. Well, what you think it is. Because she's when just, you move she's, in she's together, telling you it's it's about to change, and you're like, no, I want I want to keep it like this, and she's like, that's not gonna happen, it's not. So when you move in with this person, and you guys become unified, and you figure out, oh my gosh, we aren't compatible. Yeah, because consideration. That's why I hit you up. Is because so much has been happening where I'd be I do for people. Or people will say things to me or they people will ask me to do certain things. You know what's up with my back? Mm-hmm. There's people will text me and ask me for certain things and I'll be like. Asking you to like move their chandelier. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> how inconsiderate are you? Right. <laughs> like you like there's no consideration there at all that mm-hmm. this man has half of a back and he's hurting 24 seven. But. Let me still ask him to do this. And mind you, when people ask you things these days, they're really not asking. Demanding. It's, it's really like a uh, a demand with a question mark to make it to to nerf the situation. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, if you say yes, it's like, oh, thank you so much. And if you say no, it's like, F you. Mm-hmm. So it's really, you weren't really asking me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? For sure. You know, so, I mean, I, I've, I've, uh, I've been by myself a lot lately. And at, at one point I was like, am I lonely? Obviously I'm alone. I mean, people, everyone's, unless you have like a wife or somebody, you're alone. 
But I'm like, I'm not depressed. I'm just aware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm just aware that this shit is everywhere. Like, if, if you do for this person, you, you're cool. If you don't do for them, you're not. Yeah. You know, like, I have people that hit me up. All it's the co-signing. If we're doing a collaboration together, we're doing a collaboration together. But all this co-signing and trying to help people do this or their campaign, that shit, out. it's over with. It's over with. Because people are for themselves. Yeah. People are for themselves. And, and you know what? I'm not saying that 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 everyone should have a cold heart. I'm not saying that at all. I was saying when you can find somebody that is considerate of your well-being, that should be when they say, you know how people say a red flag, but like a green flag, like we need to start like, with the world. Well, we used to look at morals back in the day and try to see what kind of person we wanted in our lives. We have to kind kind of like uh, revise that of mm-hmm. what we're looking for in a person. A man used to just look for a woman who can cook, clean, take care of the kids. That's not the situation anymore. Unless you're a stupid rich man, she needs to bring something else to the table also besides some coochie. Right. You know what I mean? Changed. Yeah. The world has changed. Especially if she's demanding, you know. And for a man, you have to be more than just a provider. Mm-hmm. You have to be emotionally uh, 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 attached to your relationship and be open to speak and be able to have a conversation. Yeah. But the, the big thing that's going on right now is when we get text messages like this, when there's no consideration and you're an alpha male and we're human, every reaction gets, <laughs> every action gets a reaction. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So when someone shows you that they're not considerate of you, um, I will say this. It's like, let's not so much look at the now. Let's look at it in a few years. Like, is this somebody who I really want to be dealing with in a few it's years? Not get not <laughs> you want me to get in my car damn near at midnight yeah. when it's flooding? Like, I, I drive a G-Wagon and the water's above my wheels. And, <laughs> and during the rainstorm the other day? Fuck. And you want me to get it? Yeah. <laughs> Is this somebody who's really going to be considerate of me? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a red flag. Just a, a little one. <laughs> by by a little one, I mean huge one. Yeah. Yeah, that text was full of just nonstop gaslighting. Gaslight, yeah. Fuck. Oh. Uh. So. And to your point that you made earlier, it's like people are, I feel like guys are getting in relationships just because they want the pussy. And they're like, oh, well, you know, it's been so good so far. This honeymoon period has been awesome. This is going to keep going. They think that, but it's like, that's not, you, you, you might get lucky. Like if, if you manage that right, you can have those sort of casual relationships without having like the, where's this going thing for like three, three months, sometimes six months if she's down for the, like the open thing. Right. But as time goes on, it's just a matter of time before one of you is going to want to take it deeper. And you know, at that point, if you then say, well, I want to keep, you know, having, having sex with her, I better commit. Now you're on that slippery slope and pretty soon you're in a position where you feel like you settled and 
you shouldn't have done that. And then years can go by and then she's demanding a ring. And then you're like, okay, now I really need to pull the ripcord. Yeah. You just wasted like three years of your life and her life. And she's pissed because those are her best years to fight a man. <laughs> it's like, I've seen that story. So oh, many man. times. Yeah. And it's like uh, the way we view things, the way we accept people into our lives has to be revised. It has to be. Yeah. I mean, fortunate for you, you're in a, 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 a happy marriage, but. Uh, it, it took me 15 years of devoted study of male-female dynamics and attraction to understand like yeah. when I was ready to make that decision. And thank God I did all the research and the study that went into it and had all the experience that I did because almost all my other buddies who got married, younger, divorced, bad situations. Like I just watched this play out with, with everybody. And like, I had like a crazy sex drive. I needed to go and do a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And before I knew I'd be ready. And if I hadn't have done that, you know, I'd always be looking over the shoulder. Yeah. And even like all the stuff that I know now, like I, I feel like my relationship is my greatest asset, but I put 15 years of fucking study into making sure that, sure. that I, that I do that well. Yeah. And and I was obsessed with that whole area of study. Most people are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So having and and to get the relationship right in today's time, like especially when you're dealing with like feminism and all the crazy cultural phenomenon that's happening in the US, like the odds of getting that relationship right is are so low. So low. It's it's you know. It's it's hard because especially time is all we have and we don't have that much of it. You know, especially, you know, this world is, is so upside down right now. We have to put so much energy into, I mean, this is a great conversation, but, and it's a podcast, but this is a job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. your wife's out there and, and fortunately, like you could be here, but just you're with me right now, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like trying to, you know, you, you, you're, you're trying to fill each other's cups, yeah. each other's glasses. And it's, it's like, if you are really pouring into this glass and this person is just barely mm -hmm. it's going to take a toll and it's oh, yeah. not going to work that lopsided investment and and a, and a bit and another thing is like it's a tough pill to swallow but when i bring up compatibility it's not even so much it's not always so much of who we are it's where our life is mm -hmm. like drake how he says in his song like his career Right now, it keeps them away from women. Like at the end of the day, if if you're a man where you your your money comes from, okay, this man meets this lady down here at this at this restaurant, they kick it off. Boom. Mm -hmm. He's here on a work on a work job. He lives here, but he also lives in Miami, New York. Kind of talking about myself here. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now. They kick it off or whatever. He's here for two weeks. There, boom. And he has to travel and go to another sales job. He has to travel and go to another sales job. Now, while she's doing that, she's living her life. Everything's cool. They're talking. The sex is good. Boom, boom, boom. Now, when they try to become unified, and they do, when they rush it, and they're like, you know what? Let's try to save money and just get an apartment together. Yeah. They get an apartment together, and then... Every four days, he has to go to a different state. Now she's feeling insecure. Or then and when he's out, he's wondering what she's doing. It's like, it's not that you two aren't compatible. Your lives right now aren't 
compatible. Right. And that's why they say, wait until you're ready. And not saying that you're going to know when you're ready, but when it comes to your life, if you are in a position where you have to be selfish, not in a selfish, does it always mean uh, something bad? Just like the word ignorant. There's certain words that people only view in a bad way. Sure. It can be great to be selfish. Yeah. Like, yeah. right. I, I, there's like certain, a book I read. I think it's called The Virtue of Selfishness. Yeah. There's a point where you have to be selfish yeah. to build, to make the best version of yourself. Right. Otherwise, you're just a martyr. You're bending over for someone and they're going to resent you. You're going to resent it. Exactly. You're, so whilst you're building yourself, if you're not in the position to be what this person needs or vice versa, it's a tough pill to swallow, but we have to accept that. Mm -hmm. And that's why so many people are, they're having these babies and instantly breaking up. Yeah. Babies break up. It's so bad. It's like kids. time out. When it first started, divorce was on the hush and the kids were like older. And it was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to live with my dad and said my mom. Nowadays, people are split up before the baby comes out. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, this was a good time, but we aren't fit. Right. You got to be here. I work over here. I had a, a guy on the podcast, a buddy of mine. He got his girl pregnant. They were both 16. And they removed themselves from their high schools. They went and lived out in like the Inland Empire where his dad had a car dealership. He worked for, for the car dealership. And they successfully raised that child and then she got pregnant again like two years later and they raised that child and they, they're still a happy family wow and to your point the only way that worked was they had to create this lifestyle to you know she had to get away from all of her friends because now she's you know 17 year old mom and what are 17 year old girls doing they're going out to party right they got their fake ids and you know she's beautiful so all of her friends are you know do it and so it's like i need to remove myself from this situation he just needed to go and make money and provide for the family he was about to have yeah and they didn't really get to have like a childhood of, of their own. But now that their kids are like 16, 15, they're going to college soon and they're still in their early 30s. So they're still young. They're going to move to New York and live it up. Right. And so that's and that's a rare situation. Oh, so rare. Yeah. It's such a rare situation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's uh, they're very fortunate for that. But it's just like I feel like I'm somebody cause, I mean, people write me all the time in my DMs and, you know, being a trainer, you know, so I'd be a psychiatrist sometimes. And I hit you up because it was just like, I hear the same thing over and over again. Men that are actually trying to be good men, not trying that are actually being good men and are sitting outside because they don't want to go in the house and be depressed and have to argue. Mm -hmm. Women who are doing so much for their men and their men are just, they're out doing this and that, whatever. It's because guys, your lives aren't compatible. Mm -hmm. You're not ready to be what your partner needs yeah and the thing is everybody wants ownership so it's like i i like you so much i don't want anyone else to have you so let's make this official right the wrong reason but you make it official and realize okay i like you but i hate your life yeah <laughs> I your, hate the your personal life? Right. I hate your personal life. I hate your $150,000 in credit card. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I, like, I had so I had a girl tell me that uh, she was like, um, 
Cause like, she's like, I sleep in and da 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 da. And she's like, um, and it was at first it was like a joke, but then you could tell it wasn't really a joke. Like, I get up at four in the morning and my, like, I'm at the gym at five and she's like, oh, you're going to hate me. I'm going to have you late. And I'm like, you know, when I come after the gym, I mean, I can shower and lay back down. And she's like, well, no, sometimes like, you're gonna, you, you know, I would like you to lay down with me. And like, I switched the subject because there was no need to get into that argument. That could, that was going to be an argument. Yeah. Because I could tell. If you loved me, if you liked me, you'd lay down with I me. I could tell the way her tone mm-hmm. and I could also tell in her, her verb, her words that she was standing on the fact of it was important to her yeah. that when she wakes up in the morning that I would be there or be holding her or this and that. Well, sugar, honey, boo boo. I make my money first thing in the morning and I have to go to the gym. So when you roll over and open your eyes, I probably, I won't be there. Yeah. But guess what? The bed you laying in, guess how you, guess how this got paid for This beautiful pit house that you're in. Guess how this is, guess, guess how this is being paid for mm-hmm. by my black ass getting up at four in the morning. Right. That's how. But I seen right there in an ending. Yeah, because I seen right there that this is going to be an issue. That was a, a non-starter for her. Mm-hmm. That obviously that you know, and, and, and the thing, the bad part is, or I'm gonna say bad part. The sad part is that relationships tend to end so terribly, like not on good terms. You know what I'm saying? They just stop. You know what I mean? And like you don't speak anymore just because you guys don't see eye to eye. And um, it's to the point where it's like, and then you hear some females be like, that's why I don't date anymore. Guys be like, oh, that's why I don't. And it's like, it's like, you know what? We need to stop looking and just live and let life happen. The world is different. We have to accept it. It's different now. Post COVID, post all this shit, life is different. The way the, the world is moving, the way the money is moving, everything is different. What we put currency on is different. Have you seen sort of like a lifting of the COVID dating hangover? Mm. Client of mine mentioned that he noticed that, you know, prior to the like the last two years since COVID, it's like COVID fucked up dating and single life so bad that people are like, you know, just I'm not dating. I'm, I'm you know, I talked to so many guys that were like, I'm celibate now. Right, guys are saying that. Guys are saying that. You're like, eh, we're still jerking off the porn, right? Yeah, like, come on. Um, yeah, you know, you're just selling it because you can't get me. Yeah, exactly. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a lot of that going on. Uh, but my buddy who lives in Austin, he was like, you know, he's single again. He's talking about how he's noticed a significant shift, and people are more, they're more about it. They're they're like more open minded. They're not as kind of, and he he called it like the COVID dating hangover. So. Yeah, no, I, I really do like, I think that um, it's, there's, I, I see like there's been no middle. It's either people are trying to date relationships, have babies get married, like have a family because you're like, keep your circle small because you can't trust anybody right now. <laughs> or it's like, I'm celibate. I'm not dating anyone. I'm not touching anybody for a long time. I'm a by myself. Right. Very polarizing. Yeah. It's either or, either or, either or. Yeah. And the people, and it's, and it's. It's sad because on both extremes, 
the person that's saying they don't date anymore, you're just pretty much saying that you haven't figured yourself out yet. Yeah. You, you, that's exactly what they're saying. It, yeah. It's not saying that there's there's nobody good. You're saying, I'm not dating anymore. You're not dating anymore because you don't know what the fuck you want. Right. You don't know what you want. You want a good looking guy who no female talks to, who is only a gentleman to you, but in public, you want him to be respected. But when you see what he has to do to get the respect, you don't like it. Like it's it's just it's, <laughs> you, you want that airport ride. You want exactly, and you want the entire cake, and you wanted to eat it too. And it's like I have buddies who, they're girls, like they're not the only fan girls who do like porn. But like I, I know a girl right now who, I mean, she's in a bikini, but like I would never want or never ever allow my female to be on the internet this way. Um, she doesn't do porn. And she's act, she's really is faithful to him. But like you pretty much see everything like the street. I mean, it's covering it. You can't see it, but you see enough. Yeah. She's making money. And she's wearing her wedding ring. But it's like and he's jacked. But you could I can see it. I can feel his energy that. The reason why he's he's not tripping because he does trust her. He loves her. Again, he trusts her. He knows she's not cheating on him. But I can tell it burns him up inside that he asked, like, he sees the comments. He sees the photos. Like, the shit she's doing. I mean, like, she's my friend. Like, she's a friend, a homegirl of mine. And I'm like, oh, let me not look at that. Right. Like, the stuff she do is like, whoa. You know what I'm saying? And she can dance and she's in the bikinis and she's in this and that. And at the end of the day, girls just want to have fun and girls like to feel pretty and they want to feel wanted. They want the validation. They want the validation. They might not, they, they, a majority of women don't want to cheat on their, their guy, but they still love the validation from other men. Right. That's almost like saying guys don't like a female to be like, oh, he's hot. Right. Who doesn't like that? Right. But the difference is as men, we can just put on our clothes and walk down the street and a female be like, oh, he has a nice body. He's hot. These days, girls are getting on the Internet and putting on a piece of string. It's the smallest strings they can to cover up that. Mm-hmm. So they have to be censored. And it's like for an alpha male, I don't feel you don't feel that it's so special. Like that's mine. No one else should be seeing this. Right. Like it's there, it's there for everyone. Like my homegirl, like I, I even wrote her. I said I might. I was messing with her in, in the DMs. I was like, just out of respect, I might have to stop. Uh, I, I might have to unfollow you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's because like that You're part of your friend. thigh. I shouldn't even see that part of your thigh. Right. I shouldn't even see that birthmark. It's like literally, you're only covering the part that's private. The skin around it, everything else around it, you can see. So the imagination doesn't have to go that far. Yeah. And with these new Apple goggles, I might be able to see through them. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? I might be able to do like this and and move that thing to the side. You know what I'm saying? No problem. (laughs) No problem. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like you could tell he's 
he has to like he's biting his tongue and they're happy but mm-hmm. i don't i i'm not that kind of person who can sacrifice that yeah so in your experience with you know you're in la these girls that are hot and you know they they all have the ability to make a shitload of money on OnlyFans, right if yeah obviously whether they're doing the marketing for it or not, right? They can sign up with one of these agencies and they can just send photos and it's like the guys chat yeah. for them all the, you know, right? There's different levels of it. Um, and, you know, when I was living in Ukraine and especially with like the crazy sort of party girls I was mainly rolling with, yeah. once that came out, like they were all on OnlyFans, you know? Obviously not my wife. Yeah. That was one of the reasons why I chose her because it's like, she was like, no, I'm like, that's not, that's, that's not who I am, yeah. right? Um, but that, I don't know that what if you want to call it greed or just that opportunity, right? To monetize that and not like do a real job or do it's so strong. It's uh, my guess. I don't know, and that's why I'm asking you. It's like, is it really difficult to find a girl who's not about that? You know, it's days? so crazy. It's like me and my friend just did this the other day. You pull up a girl's picture on Instagram, beautiful. Now I'm from Florida, East Coast. 90s baby mm-hmm. father army uh, 22 years v- strong morals you know east coast and west coast is different but regardless and when you're raised how we were raised you have a certain respect for women and i show them a picture and i'll say you if you met this girl right now how would you speak to her oh it's the most respect i say well, you're gonna open the door for her you're gonna and say you're gonna take her out you're gonna do everything you're gonna do you're gonna suck her toes aren't you Hills, yes. Wait, you're showing the I, picture of, of who? Oh, uh, a pretty girl. Okay. Yeah. Be- I'm talking about beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Not naked. Right. She could be in a turban. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Go to her bio. Link tree. Adult content. Mm-hmm. What? You will never believe somebody this beautiful is selling their body on the internet. Mm-hmm. Now, after then, I did this. I said because there's a website for Pillow that I mean that if you have OnlyFans, you type in someone's name on from Pillow, you can see their whole, their whole OnlyFans mm. without the subscription. It's called Pillow for Pillow for Pillow. Yeah, how you spell that? I'll tell you. Out okay, off of this, <laughs> but you see, you can see all the OnlyFans stuff. Yeah, off without subscribing. It's just okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. Before all of this, you would see this woman and you would spend your last penny trying to impress her. But now you see what she's willing to do. Right. I'm not spending a damn dollar on this. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even say, oh, on this girl, right. on this female. Because if you're willing to show your coochie for the world for some money, that's not special. Right. And after you do it, you can't take it back. Yeah, it's out there. And we got this conversation because it's like you go to these restaurants and you see guys with these girls and we're all vic- fall victim of it because I've been put in this situation, you know, uh, a female and, and we it's been years and years and years, but there's stuff that just wasn't deleted. And I'm like, you can look at this guy. He's tonguing her down and you can open your phone, your photo album and click in back. Look what she's doing with someone else. Right. It was like that uh, that fight that had all the publicity for it. Yeah. It, the other like, dude was, you know, oh, my special girl. Oh, look at your girl. She's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, she's everywhere. <laughs> and it's like, 
it's 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 getting to that point now. It's it's bad because especially with OnlyFans and stuff like that, it's like people are getting famous. It, it, famous and and being rich used to go not say they used to go hand in hand, but people used to think, okay, if you're famous, you're rich. Right. If you're rich, you're famous. Yeah, interchangeable. Excuse me. Now you can be famous all you want and be broke as hell. Yeah. It's just famous is just because a lot of people know you. Yeah. So if you're on OnlyFans showing your body, you're fa- you're a famous naked body. You're doing, especially if you're having sex or doing any kind of porn, what man is going to take that female serious? Mm-hmm. No, okay, let me revise that. Is the man she want going to take her serious? Right. Hell no. No. Mm-hmm. Hell no. I'm not bringing you to my mama. Anybody can we could be eating dinner on our anniversary and someone could be a complete asshole and walk up to me with their phone and you giving someone fellatio. And they don't even have to say a word. They can just walk up and do like this and they walk away. Right. Now, when they walk away and leave the restaurant, what did that just do to us? Oh. That's your your entire view of reality is now shattered. Your in that your anniversary? Yeah. We, this is our anniversary. We're it's 1.30 in Malibu. 1.30 p.m. Beautiful mm-hmm. waves. <laughs> waves just splashing on the rocks. Blissful. They're coming out with the chocolate cake with the sparklers. And a guy yeah, who's about baby. to leave is like, she looks familiar. Uh-huh. And he's had a few drinks and he walks up, doesn't say a word. And just flashes his phone and she's on someone else. And then he puts his phone in his pocket and walks off. How is the rest of your day going to go? Probably not that great. How's the rest of your relationship going to go? You will never be able to get that out, that vision uh, out of your mind. Never. I don't think you can recover from that. Unless, you know, you knew you were dating. Unless you're a star. Unless you're a simp. Yeah, or that was your... Exactly. Unless you're a simp and, and you're yeah, like, yeah. yeah, if if you're any kind of alpha male, no, that's not going to, yeah. So and that's that's what I'm saying. You can't have you can't really respect yourself after no. That. When you're an alpha male, you got this conflict, and she got sperm all over her face. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way. At any point, you reach over to kiss me. I'm going to want to kiss you. Now, mind you, I know you weren't a virgin before me. But the fact that I can see You didn't see have it, it in your mind. Now you have irrefutable visual evidence. It, and, yeah. and it's like not even just I have evidence. Everyone has evidence. It's all over the internet. Right. Well, so much of a, a relationship is your fantasy in your mind and her fantasy in her mind. Right. And it's like when those fantasies collide and you create this beautiful alternate universe. It's like there's you and there's her. And then there's the relationship, right? And it's like, if you shatter that fantasy, then you've completely like fucked the relationship, right? For both sides. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, you know, that's like the whole thing is now, it was, it was all fake. Right? It was all, yeah, it was all facade. It was all, yeah. A woozy, a wazzy. A sh- <laughs> right. you know what I'm it wasn't real. It was right. like a, a stock. It wasn't. And you have to worry about that as a guy that like, is that going to happen? 
right? I mean, that's why. I mean, I've had plenty of girls ask me to do OnlyFans with them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I've sure. had plenty of opportunities. I've been to the OnlyFans, the 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 big part. Like uh, a buddy of mine, he was one of the top ten OnlyFans people. Right. Uh, he was at the big thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I could have gone that route, but my name is very unique. My look is unique. I'm unique. Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? There's no. Once you go down the road, you're, there's a turning. You back. you have to you you have to own it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like I know people who have big big grown up jobs who really regret what they do. They walk into a room, and yeah, they have that that piece of paper, that degree, but the res- they don't get the same respect because everyone's looking at <laughs> what they're doing and like you know how yeah. they're. they're they're degrading themselves Mm -hmm. and it's like if you want to do that behind closed doors and and have fun that's one thing but if you're just doing it for money well you better be ready to just do that for money and own it yeah because if you think that you're just going to do it for money and then back away from it you're You're selling out yeah you know because you never know where life's going to take you after that and it's the it's a short-term thinking to get get the money now, but you're gonna have to deal with those consequences later, and that might not be pretty. And when a guy gets with you, or or a female gets with you, and you've done these things, and they treat you a certain kind of way, uh, I won't say that you have to accept it, but can you be surprised? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you got four guys on you at one time in a room on camera, or you're doing it for money. And you, and you expect somebody to treat you like a queen. <laughs> like <laughs> the world we live in these days is it's a real thing. It's a real thing. When you say it out loud like that, it's, it's so like funny. time out. You're giving me shit because I work too late. Right? Yeah. You're giving me shit because I liked a picture on Instagram. But I can go on Google and type your name in before I even finish typing your entire name, your images, naked videos and all kinds of shit is popping up. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, and you're getting on me for working too long. Right. The entitlement dude. It's like this world we live in. It's like, we, we all need a heart reset. That's why I wanted to come on here to emphasize and to just stress people consideration, not just with, your spouse or your loved one with your friends, with the people you work with. Consideration is a deal breaker. Not only is it a deal breaker, it can be a deal maker. Cause with me, if I know that you're considerate, I want to keep you close. Mm-hmm. I want to keep you close. Of course. It's hard to find that. It's hard to find that. It's, it's so hard, hard to find considerate people. And I'm going to tell you one thing, and, and this is just me. I don't know about other men, but ladies, I can tell you what, when you show that you're obviously inconsiderate, oh, it's such a turnoff. Oh, oh my gosh. It, it oh my gosh. Yeah. It turn it, it, it will make my eggplant turn it into a centipede and just do like this. <laughs> eggplant centipede. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just because it, it's such a turnoff. For you to say, I didn't offer to get you an Uber. Who in the fuck, sorry, who in the hell do you think you are? To say I didn't offer to get you an Uber. Did your daddy offer to get you an Uber? 
the hell did you, what, what do you do? Do you pay my bills? Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's like that shit is such a turnoff. Yeah. And I just, I, I kept out here because I deal with celebrities. I deal with civilians. I deal with a lot of people. So I, I, I'm just saying that the feedback that I'm getting, I'm just letting people know that this is one of the biggest turnoffs for everyone is consideration. When someone busts their ass every day and they do for you and you give them your ass to kiss, well, you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. You're barking up the wrong tree. And as far as dating goes, I won't say dating's bad, but I will say, know what you mean when you say that you're dating. Are you dating a person to get to know them and you're trying to build something? Or are you saying you're just dating because you're having sex with different friends? people i feel like it's mostly the latter when people say that yeah especially girls oh, i'm just dating. i'm just dating and these days they'll tell you straight up i had a girl tell me straight up. i was like okay, it was monday and then it was friday i was like have you since she's like yeah so you're telling me tuesday wednesday thursday within those three days somebody all that easy yeah that easy it's like, it's, it's flabbergasting to me. You know what I mean? So, you know, at the end of the day, I think uh, it's not just about men. It's not just about women. I think people need to, um, it's imperative that we not only focus on ourselves, but be selfish and a sense of getting better within ourselves. Instead of trying to fix someone else or trying to make someone else better for us, Let's better ourselves. Yeah. And find out who we really are. Find out what you want. Yeah. Find out what you really want. Don't get in a relationship if it doesn't fit that criteria. You're just asking for trouble. You know, like, you know, trying to get into a relationship with someone that you guys don't speak the same language. Yeah. You tried that. It was, it was, it was tough. I mean, too. It's very tough. <laughs> yeah. It's very tough. Or like once the sex is, is no longer like the honeymoon period, it's like, well, like, you know, what are you going to Google translate all day, every day? It's like, yeah. you know, I have someone very close to me married somebody that they knew that had dementia. Oh, wow. And then it was just like, you know, at first things were okay. They were helping out, but then it was too much. And I was like, well, yeah, it's too much. They have fucking dementia. Yeah. Like, what are you Come like? What are you- that person is literally not going to be the same person. You they know, don't even know what that kicks in. Yeah. They, <laughs> exactly. They don't even know who you are right now. Right. I just watched a notebook with uh, my wife. She she made me do it again. And uh, no, I love the movie. It's great. But <laughs> to your point, right? Like every day he's got to read her the same story just for that two minutes. Just for of, her to remember. For that, that, you know, and that's his drug. But like, what else are you going to do? You know, but to go into a relationship knowing someone has dementia, that's, Beyond crazy. Beyond crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that is the crazier than the person that has dementia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In which, you know what? And that person who I'm speaking about is crazier than the person. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I know this is going to be great because one, you have a great editor. Two, I keep saying about consideration, consideration, consideration. That's what's going to fix relationships. And like you said, it's not just the dating, friendships, business ships, mm-hmm. being considerate. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have a business with somebody, you guys just made some money. You want to, you guys need an extra camera. 
if you don't need per se that extra camera right now, don't take that money out that joint account and go buy that extra camera without considering your partner or your business partner, what you guys are going to plan to do. No, like we need to be considerate, but this generation wasn't, wasn't raised with the need to be considerate. Yeah. This generation wasn't well, I, raised. I think that is just with all social media and just, uh, no, no, I, I really do believe it's, uh, the upbringing we weren't, this generation wasn't raised to have to be considered. They didn't have to consider anyone else's emotions. Yeah. Or anything else. It was always about me. Your parents wanted you to go to school and get a good job. Right. As long as you did that. Majority of Americans were good. Yeah. It's a, which is all about you. Which is all about you. Mm-hmm. So then when they go into adulthood and they have bills. Now they're scrambling because they weren't raised to deal with hardships. Now they're freaking out because they don't know what they don't know what this feeling that they're feeling. Because everyone told you, just go to school and get a good job. Everything will be good. And that's not the case. Right. So now they've got debt. And they're not getting a good job. And you weren't. And this generation wasn't taught to how to deal with debt. No. They teach you nothing about debt. They teach you nothing about debt. About personal finances. Not even a topic. In not debt. even. Not even. They don't tell you one thing about how to get out of debt or what you should do when you're coming down to your last, your last little bit. So when that happens, that's when the selfishness comes in, you see? And when the selfishness comes in, that's when it's about me, me, me. Mm -hmm. And that's when the consideration is just, yeah, it goes out the window. I need a thousand dollars by tomorrow. I don't give a damn what it does to you, but it needs to come to me. Uh Uh-huh. Sorry, sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> Deal with that. Yeah, that and so many so many bridges have been burnt in front of my eyes that I'm extremely surprised. You know what I'm saying? Like so many people that I thought that were like ace booms, they don't even speak anymore. Yeah, and consideration. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody needed something so bad that they're just like it. That was worth more than that. That relationship, right? Sad, but it's true. Yeah, people people should look in the mirror too, because we we can all be inconsiderate dicks every now and again, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So tell tell me what else is, you know, changing and moving for you. Well, see, and and it's not even just with me. It's like uh, coming back out here and having the morals that I was raised with, you know, and 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 that I've had to move again, once again. And I'm just, I'm, I'm sitting back and I'm seeing how people are treating their own families and pretty much things are coming down to, to they're narrowing down to the same things. Like this world is hurting because it's upside down. Like people have to be so selfish, mm-hmm. have to be so selfish just to, to maintain their lifestyle. And, um, What's been happening to me, I find find myself not lonely, just being alone a lot because my life isn't aligning with anyone else's. And and what I'm noticing, other people's lives, they're not aligning also. They're just forcing it. Yeah. They're forcing it, you know? Um, so that, you've been basically struggling to find someone who is in alignment with like what 
your day-to-day, your lifestyle, your travel, right? It's like, it's one of those things that's like, not saying you want you to kick you into or you're going to have your perfect situation, but it's like, you know, you run into a situation like, okay, you find a woman, she makes good money, boom. She makes good money, but she's anti-man. Like she doesn't need a man or I do everything by myself. And it's her way of, it's like, all right, you're too much, boom. Well, the odds of the woman who makes good money not having some bit of that attitude is pretty hard to find. It's pretty hard to find, right? Especially at this age. Yeah. Then you find a female. And, and you have your kid to consider. Yeah, I have my kid to consider, you know. Um, so it's like, okay, at this age, I'm on a time limit because I'm going to be in, like, I'm in his life. Like, you know, I'm not going to be away from him. And it's like, it's to the point where it's like, it's like, like I said before, it's it's not looking anymore. It's letting just life happen. Mm-hmm. Because if you go looking and all this trial and error, I will say it is true that love is the most powerful drug. But I can honestly say that a breakup, when you actually do really care about that person, is so, so, so much more damaging than the blissful feeling of falling in love. Mm. You fall in love, it's great. You're on top of the world. But when you're crushed, when your heart is broken and and that thing falls apart, you're broken, dude. Yeah. You can't think, you can't eat right. You're, you're, you're. Yeah, that's so true. It's so, I've never heard somebody, you know, say it like that. And I think that's so powerful. It's, it is, you know, it's like someone died. Yeah. Like when they say, it's like you just lost your best friend or you're like, your your dog died or like your best friend just, just died. No, it is. It is. And it's like. The, yeah, so the breakup, it's like the the benefits of the relationship don't hit the con. When they say do the, the breakup, what outweighs what? The great time, the good times are great, but the bad times are terrible. Yeah, they're horrific. Mm-hmm. There's something that I don't even ever want to feel again in my life. It's something that you wish upon your worst enemy. Yeah. But, like, the, but love is such a powerful drug. You're that's what I'm go, saying. You're going to so, go after it. It's so powerful. Yeah, even knowing that, you're still... You're still going to yeah. go after it. But it's just like, it's... Where we're at in this world, it's so scary to even try to get to that level with someone because it's like, you see at the drop of a hat, it can it's F you. Oh, I didn't pick you up from the airport? F you. Mm-hmm. Well, what if I was... I've been pouring myself into you and I... Didn't pick you up from the airport and now it's F me. And so everything I've done, every, all this money, it's not just about the money, but money's important. Like it's, it's not the easiest thing to get right now. All this money I've spent, all this energy that I've put out, all of this that I've poured into this glass, all of that doesn't even matter because of this one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're just crushed. You're just. So it's getting to the point where it's like people are almost like, is it worth it anymore? Why well, a lot of these guys are like, I'm just going to be celibate, but that's not the real reason. They're not right. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're not doing those sorts of. Uh, no, I mean like yeah. like co-parenting. What the hell is co-parenting? I mean, I'm doing it now, but like, what is co-parenting? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dude. Like, what is friends giving? Yeah. Like, come on. It's just because there's no camaraderie. It's hard to. F- to become unified these days is like, is, re, is we're so exposed 
and and people are putting their their highlights so much on their social media it's just highlights people are just living in fomo right i have people who i'm actually friends with that i've unfollowed because i can't what they what they put on their instagram doesn't make me feel good like it's trying to make everyone fomo well it's like i used to be a huge party promoter mm-hmm. i have a son now and i have other priorities and the life that they live even though that's not their real life all they show is the like the the you know the sprinters and the the basketball game the the court side seats how i used to go to it it just puts me into a memory lane that i don't need to go down yeah you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. i have friends right now who are having babies and are getting married and they're pretty instagram famous and obviously you only post your your highlights, but they're they're pretty big influencers, so they post a lot. So it seemed like the relationship's perfect, and they have so much support from people that their relationship is very blissful right now. And I I just often wonder if you just snatched all of that away, what their relationship would be like. Probably probably not a lot there. And and you know what? And on the same time, it's like. It's 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 great that they're able to share that um, with the world. Be and back in the day before social media, you would only share that with your close friends, but they show so much blissfulness strongly every day. It's almost overload to the point where they don't realize how much damage they're actually doing. Like he he's showing he's this perfect guy. She's showing she's this perfect female for him and they like they're living in this like they're about to have a, a perfect baby yeah. all their friends are celebrities all their friends are celebrities and the baby shower the weddings they have a big group everywhere they go and it's just like there's nothing wrong with that and it's like great for them but that's not real life and everyone and everybody else is looking at that like damn like i want that yeah and you know it's bullshit. And then you know it's bullshit because two weeks after all of that, you know, when they're still posting stuff, it's like, you know, at who made this dress, at who did this hair, at who did this makeup, at who did this, at who brought these balloons, at who did this, at who at who brought this, at who set this up, right. who set this up, at this camera crew, this camera crew. It's like this whole thing was a fucking production. Yeah, this is all fake. Was this a real wedding? Was this a real baby shower? Or was this a fucking reality TV show? Right. Well, it's fake, but like the money's real at the end of the day. Yeah, the money's real, but it's like the situation and all the things that are going on there. Like I said, I'm not a hater at all. It's great for them. But with all these cameras and these lights and stuff, just like the Kardashians, how... How much how how much of a real situation is going on right now? How much would what other things would be happening if these cameras were off? Yeah. Well, the I feel like it's so distorted. Like they're what's real versus what's the show and what you know, it's like it all kind of meshes into one interesting hodgepodge. Just kind of um do you ever watch um Little Dickie's show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I love that show because it's it's such a like a meta mind fuck. Mm-hmm. 
of uh, this is my life, but this is also a show. And it's all just kind of melding together. I think he does a, an amazing job, yeah. like, de- you know, depicting what it's like for celebrities, you know, who are doing whatever, you know, what all the yeah. shit they're filming and how it's kind of woven in. Like, it's a show, but this is my life. But at the same time, like. And this is an actor coming and playing himself, but still playing the role in that episode. It's like, you have all these cameras <laughs> on you. It's like, most of the time you would pass gas right now, but these cameras, you're not. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so it's it's not. So right. it's like, I, so instead of just, uh, I said I unfollow, but no, I didn't unfollow. I just, uh, I just hide it. Because mm-hmm. I, I support them. You know what I mean? I just can't watch it because it's just like, all you guys are, you guys are showing and demonstrating everyone's perfect dream. I'm, and I'm going to just go ahead and be honest and say it as a human. That's not fair. That's not fair. To show everybody your perfect this when it's not, that's yeah. not fair. People, we're hurting. The world is hurting too bad. And you guys have too much damn support right? to do this to people. I yeah, even read on one of their comments, a girl, because I'm not going to say who it is, a girl wrote on one of their comments, oh my gosh, I'm so invested into you guys' relationship. I'm like, she's oh. more invested into that than she is in her own fucking life. Yeah. And, and they operate, they don't understand that it's fake. Most of the people watching that, it's like, you know, they're going to, and that's, it's not a knock on them. It's just human nature because they're comparing their relationships to this perfect one they're seeing on social media and they're deciding, oh, you know, I, rather than dealing with whatever issues I could deal with, I'm just going to find someone else. I'm damn, fuck it. You know, it's like everything's so transactional because you're seeing this perfection on social media. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's just not, and you, your brain doesn't understand that it's, you know, it's fake, but your brain doesn't understand that. Yeah. Right. Cause you quickly just jump into the emotion so fast and then you judge your own experience compared, compared to what's going on and you're fucked. You know, it's like you see all these studies about teenagers and yeah. you know, preteens. They're so depressed because they spend so much time on Instagram. And guys, what this what this podcast was about, the reason why I, I, I hit bro back up and, and, and we're going to do more podcasts. I have, like I said, I have plenty of guests to bring him on here. But um, and he has an amazing editor. So when this comes out, it's I know it's going to be great. But I wanted to emphasize uh, I, I, I the the, the uh, being compatible with the people in your life. Okay, um, we're all hurting so bad that I, I and this isn't the only podcast that I've been on. You know, I have I have three other ones that I'm invited on that people want to hear what I have to say because I speak on Facebook in the mornings. Oh, yeah. Also, mm-hmm. you know, I do motivational speaking yeah. mm-hmm. because I deal with so many different people. I've lived so many different walks of life. How often are you on? Is that in every every morning? Every morning. Every morning. Oh, amazing. Um, but I've I've, I've traveled the world, you know, numerous of times. Mm-hmm. So we got to do a travel episode. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That. A lot of that, talking about different cultures, five countries or something. Different cultures yeah. and how they do stuff and oh, yeah. just sing the the single man's uh, travel. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we have to we have to do a good one on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about starting a, a community just for single guys that travel at least 10 times a year. Um, you know, that because it's so hard for a lot of those guys to find like friends that they can connect yeah. with and like minded dudes. Um, because other like it's either their friends are married or their friends don't travel, or they're broke, 
or they're broke. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really hard. Yeah. It's really hard. It's really hard to find, you know, I've been traveling by myself a lot lately. You know, it's crazy. I mean, I've been having fun. I mean, I, I don't really meet strangers, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So right. it's easy. But, but if you knew, if you were in like a community where you knew like this dude is there. Yeah. Right. That'd be cool. Like, vetted, you know, yeah. You know, he's cool. Cause like there's a, a process to like, yeah. Make sure these people are legit. That could be a, a it'd be better good resource. Yeah, it'd be better to know that. Okay, we have a group, a right. travel group. Right. Like these people are cool. You know, we have a good camaraderie. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, feel safe around this person. You know what I mean? So, yeah. You know, but um, but yeah, I, I really, I really wanted to emphasize um, compatibility and consideration uh, because it's it's um it's a it's a it's a topic of an all time high right now. Um, it is burning bridges left and right. Burning bridges left and right because people are they're coming down to the last minute on things like their bills, their bills due today. And they like they don't know what to do. And they they go in, they kick their uh, uh, throw someone under the bus to help themselves out. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know. And when people become vulnerable. If you use that against them at any given time, just know that you've really cut they're not going to be able to be vulnerable around you ever again not to that extent yeah you see what i'm saying oh yeah and 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 that's a big problem as well you know when women want women want their men to be vulnerable with them but when they get in an argument they throw it in their face it's like see that's why i never even said anything to <laughs> yeah. you about it like I, you know like say that again yeah exactly so it's just like you know it's just one of those things man and i i just um I felt like I, I needed to come on here and 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 speak about this because, you know, people are social media is not only uh, just what people are on for entertainment, but now it's running our world when it comes to business, when it comes to the news, when it comes to everything. It's a primary way people connect with each other. Yeah, it's like we don't look at billboards and like, especially our generation, we don't watch the news. No way. You know what I'm saying? So for <laughs> for for the government for the for the upper echelon to get their message across to people is going to be through social media. Yeah. And um, social media doesn't always, majority of the time doesn't put out enough. They put out a lot, but they don't put out enough. It's also curated for your interest. Curated for, you know, like when I go on social media, I don't really get news very often because they know I like to watch golf videos and dating stuff. And and that's 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 what I see. So like, you know, it's, I I subscribe to a uh, a daily newsletter where a dude takes like the top ten stories and he you know does a little spin on them and that's how I get my news. I just yeah. read that every morning like the paper. You know, it takes me five minutes. But without that, I'd be clueless. You know, and I think a lot of people are clueless. So I don't think most people take the time to no. do that. Dude, I mean, think about it. Like you're in your forties now. Like by the time you're in your fifties, think about what the world's gonna be. Think about like. Like back in the day, like our parents, we would get up and you would see your dad with a newspaper. Oh, every every morning. Yeah. Got that huge thing. <laughs> he's reading it in the car while he's driving. Trying to figure out what's going on in the world. Yep. Trying to figure out what's going on. Now, people don't care about what's going on in the world. They care about what certain people are doing in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's what point. people are doing in the world. They don't care about what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm what certain people are doing in the world the focus we need a hard reset Rob. of focus well the way that could come there's some there's some bad ways that that could come that come to mind 
about uh, technology and you know politics, World War Three, you, know, you name it. But like that, I wouldn't be surprised if, if that hard reset came. Yeah, Let's put it that way. And no, it's, uh, it's coming because they they said they were like in the next ten years. They said everyone. They said most people are moving. Majority of people are going to be single. Well, there's. I think it's uh, one in three men. Or no, fifty percent of men under thirty are, are having zero sex, which is insane. Or maybe it's one out of three. But even if it's one out of three, that's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's why. <wild. laughs> I, I mean, Japan, I can't. They don't even have enough. Like, there's not enough people having sex to like have any kids. Like, it, it's a huge crisis in Japan. All, right, old people. Yeah, and you know what? The most up and coming country is I've heard is Vietnam. Yeah, v- yeah. Because 75%, I, I just read this the other day, but you know, don't quote me, but I think 75% of the population is under like 35 or under 30 or something. And so they're poised to just absolutely, you know, destroy where you've got a, com- a country like Japan where everyone's dying and it's, uh, or they're, you know, they're going to have 60% of their population on like, you know, old age and Ooh, old yeah. homes and like. You know, th- those people need to be cared for. Yeah. Who's going to care for them? Who's right? going to care for them? So it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy where this word's coming to, man. It, it I'm really moving is. to Vietnam. I don't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know one thing. I'm, I, you know, I, 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 you know, my son is here going to school, but I'm going to, I'm going to be a traveling fool. Yeah. You know that much. I would be a traveling fool. The best thing about being an American is getting that passport. And having being able to go wherever the fuck yeah, you want, be able to go. That is the best. Like part. Leo, like my son, he has his, he has his. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like because it's just this country here, we um we're really about to start going through a, a lot. We thought we went through a lot already. You know, we're about to really go through a lot, dude. I I was out the other night. Some friends were visiting, and I don't go out very often. You know, I used to party a lot, but now it's like, fuck that. But yeah. they're visiting LA. They hadn't been up here in years. Um, so me and my wife, we take them out, another couple, right? We go to dinner uh, at uh, Chicone's. And then, you know, my wife's, uh, my, my best friend's wife's like, let's, let's, you know, let's hit Sunset Boulevard and, and you know, let, let's go out. So first we go, you know, we, we valet uh, at the Standard Hotel and we walk over to Harriet's. Um, you know, we do like whatever those places are. And I'm, you know, we get the bill at Chicone's like the we had some drinks and dinner, whatever. That bill's nine hundred bucks. And we go and we have a round of drinks at the at Harry's and it's like two hundred and fifty bucks. I'm like, what the fuck did we just get for that? You know, and I'm looking around, I'm like, everyone's ugly. You know, like <laughs> I just told someone, I said, if I'm gonna spend two thousand like if I'm gonna spend two thousand dollars, I'm going out of the country. Oh, dude. That two thousand is gonna go ten times for you know, three times further, and and no one's gonna be disgusting. And <laughs> I'm gonna have so much fun to make memories. Yeah, like I'm not about to go to these bars and spend thousands of. Yeah, I look around. I'm like, what am I paying to be at the DMV here? This is fucking terrible. <laughs> I'm paying top dollar. I'm paying twenty five dollars an espresso martini. Yeah, <laughs> to like to see what exactly to see what you know. It's. And then the automatic, like, 30% minimum tip. Yeah. Man, it's ridiculous, dude. I, I, just, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But you know what, man? It's, uh, it's where this world has come to. You know, and we've got to roll with the punches. Yeah. Well, dude, it's been, uh, it's been 
amazing having you back on. Thanks, man. The next one. No, seriously, man. I got and like I said, I got some people to bring on here to talk about. Like I like they're athletes in a lot of different categories. So the dating scene is. Oh, I love it. So that different. could be its own its own sort of podcast, just like athletes oh, dating stories. You know, because every athlete like depend on their uh, their field. Yeah, it's different. And the one thing that is constant across the board is if a dude has played organized team sports growing up, the odds of him being clueless with women is like close to zero, right? That's the, that's the one thing I see with all my clientele. Yeah. Cause I played organized, you know, I played ice hockey, I played soccer and yeah. I got into golf more, which is obviously, you know, still, it was still a team played in college, what out, but like yeah. those, those experiences with the team and the locker room banter and the guys giving you a hard time and like the other, you know, you're engaging with the other girl teams and stuff. Like I learned so much socially and most of my clients who struggle, it's like they didn't have that experience. So right. they didn't learn that like you you just don't get that exposure. And like athletes are always beasts when it comes to this stuff. They just they just get it. You just so. get it. You just get it. Yeah. So yeah, man. Yeah. I had to come back on here, man. And uh Well dude, tell tell everyone listening in case they can't see the show notes or whatever where they can find you. Oh yeah. So you can find me at uh Mr. M R underscore coleman 777 didn't try to make it too hard but someone took the dot you know after the myth after the, the r for my mister so i had to put an underscore so it's mister underscore coleman c-o-l-e-m-a-n 777 now why the three sevens you know like how most people say oh three sevens is lucky it's the jackpot boom well like you guys see that i've had you know a lot of health issues you know injuries with my back 777, yeah, is a jackpot. Jackpot has seven letters, but also the word blessed has seven letters. And that's what I call myself, blessed. So I'm Mr. Coleman, 777. Hashtag also has seven letters. Oh, yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag <laughs> blessed. <laughs> Mr. Lucky. Yeah, all, yeah. That, all that is seven letters. Seven is just a good number. It's a, it's a great number, guys. It's a great number. But, um, yeah, so guys, definitely check this out. Be on the lookout for some some for some more guests. You know what I'm saying? My boy Robbie is great guy. Great guy. Um, great info. You know what I'm saying? Very knowledgeable. And um, yeah, I, 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 I'm looking forward to what's in store for 2024. You know, just last night, you know, they put up Kobe's uh his statue. This is the Mamba year, y'all. This is the Mamba year. This is grind time. Yeah. It's grind time, and it's time to figure out who we are, what we want. And you know, and 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 better in ourselves, so we can be better for this world, and one day be better for somebody in our life. You know, amen to that. Love it. You know, yeah, yeah, man, dude, it's been fucking awesome. I appreciate you, man. I love it. Hey, and he 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 dressed it up in here since the last time I was in here. You got you can see the little couch back here. Oh, I yeah. have to pass out. He gave me his drink. <laughs> hey, last time he when he gave me yeah, some tequila, I might have passed out when he went when he went to the bathroom. But yeah, it's nice in here. It's nice in here. You know. Yeah, I'll be seeing y'all soon. See you guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you're a regular listener and you're digging our content, do me a favor, leave us a five-star review. It's how other people learn about the show and how we can spread the word. If you don't feel like it's worthy of five stars, just go ahead, don't leave any review at all. And I wanna let you know that we've opened up a few slots in our exclusive community. We're accepting applications to join our select group of men and experience the radical power of accountability, step up your game, cross everything off your sexual bucket list, and become a beast at accomplishing all of your goals. To learn more and apply, go to innerconfidence.com com slash community.